of Matthew chapter 4 Matayo esura ya kuna Matthew chapter 4 verse 18 Matayo esura ya kuna olinyirwa 18 As you are opening I want to greet you all in the name of Jesus. Welcome you in the house of the Lord this morning. Amen. Amina. We are reading verse 18 to 22. And Jesus walking by the sea of Galilee saw two brethren Simon called Peter and Andrew his brother casting a net into the sea for they were fishers and he said unto them follow me and i will make you fishers of men and they straight away left their nets and followed him and going on from thence he saw other two brethren James the son of Zebedee and John his brother in a ship with Zebedee their father mending their nets and he called them and he, they immediately left the ship and their father and followed him Matayo esura yakuna tutandikide kulinyole 18 boyalinga atambula kutale yenyanja yegalilaya nala babuluganda babiri Simoni baita Petero ne andere ya muganda we gabasulo omugonjo munyanja kubanga bali bavubi nabagamanti mujje muite nange nange ndibafura abavubi babantu amangwago nebalike emigonjo nebaita naye natambulako mu maso nala babuluganda babiri abalala yakobo omwana wa zebedayo ne yokana muganda we ngabali muliato wamu nechitabwe zebedayo ngabayunga emigonjo jabwe nabaita Amangwago nebaleka awo eliato nechitabwe nebagenda naye Amen Amina you may have your seats Musobola okutulako Praise the Lord Kama ebaziwe Okay So we have Let me just put you up to speed on where we have reached with uh, our land contributions and then we shall get into the scripture we have read this morning. So okay, mbategeze wetu tuse kati mkuwayo kuleta kali ya fe. Maletu yingine mbiawa ndiko somi. I want to thank those who have continued to contribute njagalo kweva samwe abeyo abayongedde okubanga muwayo i see brother lwanga henry here ndaba wano oluganda lwanga enule don last uh, was last sunday 5th sunday wedde nakomeza ali 15 oba zalinga 5 uh you contributed 53100 ya twawayo emitwali 5 mwe 10 mu 10 Should thank God for that. Uh, sister Rebecca. Myself. Then the DVP project. project. Uh, sister Dokas. 
I want to say, Sister Dokas, God bless you. Among the very first people who were, she was one of the people who were in that first meeting we had at my house. But uh, she pledged something and she has continued steadfastly fulfilling her place. And I want to say God bless her. Uh, Brother Martin. Martin and that brings us to a total as of today of 216,000. Hallelujah. And I told you on uh, Friday, was it on fr Friday? Yes, we had a wonderful overnight. Those who really missed, you really missed. Uh, but we had a wonderful overnight service. And uh, I was giving you an update. And I told you that uh, uh, I, we, we met, we found a land, a piece of land. And uh, I told you that it's a very beautiful land. It's flowing with milk and honey. And I told you we are claiming it for ourselves here. And uh, that piece of land is not so far away from here. It's about, uh, how many kilometers? I don't remember, Brother Martin. I think last... Did I say five? Because I had counted it. I think it's about five kilometers. Kilometers it's on Mamerito Road. If the Lord be pleased and is willing, we're asking that he gives us that piece So we met the owner and we have already done uh, searches on the land. It's good. It has no encumbrances. And uh, I, I think it would make a perfect place for, for the fellowship place. It's a 160 million. Million And we have 21 million. So and if we delay, it will be taken by someone else. So I'm informing you because I have no one else to inform. But you, the church. So it's up to us to take that land. And I'm, I'm, I'm meeting that man tomorrow again. So uh, if there is something you can do about it, do it. So that you can get that land. I hear some of you say, Pastor is dreaming. Some of you were also saying that when we had zero shillings. And now we have 21 million. Shillings. So for how long will I dream? I'm dreaming where God is providing. Hallelujah. Amen. Do we believe? Believest thou this? I believe that our Lord will do it. What he has done for others, he will also do for us. Amen. Amen.
How many are ready for the word this morning? Amen. Amen. Um, I see there are several who are not here. But those who are here this morning, I'm sure that what I was waiting upon was for you. And this morning I'm speaking on a subject, the sobering experience of the upper room encounter. There's a word you missed there. Sobering. Okay. You see, it is the experience that sobers you. So it's a sobering experience. You know, the word sober comes, um, we understand it from somebody Somebody who is not sober is drunk. Someone who is not sober cannot, does not have clear vision. Someone who is sober is con- someone who is not sober is confused. Someone who is not sober needs help. He is here and there. He doesn't have a clear mind. But you see, I'm talking about a sobering experience of the upper room encounter. God bless you. Now you have it. Amen. How many understand what I'm talking about this morning? Hallelujah. And so this morning, I'm asking that you give me your undivided attention. And if you do that, uh, I will not take long. As usual. But if you don't, then I might take a little longer. So let us have be here a hundred percent. Don't sit and sleep in your chair. Sit on the edge of your seat. You know, when someone is telling you something that you are really interested to hear, you sit on the edge of your seat. You can't wait to hear more. How many are expecting this morning? Are you expecting this morning? Hallelujah. Forget about everything. And let us see what the Lord has for us this Now we are looking at the disciples. And I want us to examine the life of the disciples before they received the Holy Spirit but after they had an encounter with the, with the word. Now the Bible says Jesus walked was walking by the Sea of Galilee and he saw two brethren. He saw Simon Peter he saw Andrew, Andrew Petero, and they were, they were casting their net into the sea. For they were fishers. Now I want you to understand that there was no problem with these people being fishers. Praise the Lord. Amen. You see, they have not been called by the Lord Jesus, but they were by 
by you know by design or by career they were fishers they were made to be fishers let me tell you church when you were born the, the day you were born you were a gift that came into the world and you have certain abilities and you have certain uh, qualities that no one else has but you now that is before you even receive the Holy Ghost. The other time we're talking about gifts and calling. Gifts and calling of God are without repentance. You, know, you don't need to be to repent or to receive the Holy Ghost for you to have a gift. You have a gift the moment you are born. You have abilities the moment you are born. You know, but when you receive Christ, He takes you and takes what you have and takes it on another level. Now he found he found he found this man and they were fishers. And he told them, Come follow me. I will make you fishers of men. It is not that fishing that is a problem. It is where you are. It is who you are following. You to remain fishers, but I want you to be fishers of men. Amen. Amen. Someone told me, Pastor is watching bad. Is watching videos bad. And I told him, No, it's not bad. It's what you are watching. He's listening to music bad. Oh, no. When Jesus called us, He did not come to make us dummies. You, you can't do anything you can't go anywhere you can't watch anything you can't listen to anything they only carry you to church and back home no he did not come to make us dummies Oh, pastor, my hope is watching. Oh, praise the Lord. But what are you watching? My hope is listening. Oh, praise the Lord. But what kind of music are you listening to? So it's what you are doing and where. Follow me and I will make you fishers of men. There were fishers he, want, he intended for them to remain fishers. But he wanted them to be fishers of men. And they straight away left their nets. And they followed him. And going on from thence, he saw two other brethren. James, son of Zebedee, and John. And they were mending their nets. And they called them. And they immediately left their ship. And their father. And followed him. 
We are not here in church this morning because we had nothing to do. We are not serving Jesus Christ because we had nothing to listen. We are worshiping and following Jesus because this is what we were meant to do. Some people say, I'm going to serve God because I have nothing, I had nothing to do. If you are serving God because you had nothing to do, the time will come and you will get something to do and you will stop serving God. I am not, I'm not a preacher because I could not do business. I am not a preacher because I failed in education. I am a preacher because this is what I was called to do. I am not a Christian because I did have power within me to sin and do the other things the world is doing. Oh, my sister, because you could not do makeup. Because, you know, ministers refused you. <laughs> you know, all those things that the world is doing, <laughs> you can do. But you decided to forsake them for the excellencies that are in Christ. And you being here, that is your satisfaction. Hallelujah. Amen. So these men were in fools. You know, when they were called, but before they were called, they were busy. Let me tell you, church. Everyone, when you are called, you were busy with something. But there was something you had to forsake for Christ. By the way, every one of us has to forsake something for Christ. But we are we have some people who do not want to forsake and they want to serve God and they want to be Christian you can never be perfect at God you have to forsake so you can attain you have to come out so you can enter amen even Abraham, when God called him, Abraham was with his brother, with his father, with all his family. But for God to use him, he told him, Abraham, come out of your people. I will take you to a land flowing with milk and honey. You know, in business, you cannot do a business without a risk. You cannot do a business without a sacrifice. Let me tell you this business we are doing. The business of following Jesus. We must sacrifice something. These men were enthused with their calling. And they left what they were doing. Oh, they followed Jesus. They answered the call of following Jesus. But like I said, Jesus' quest. Jesus' quest. Jesus' is, I don't know how to say that. Jesus' quest was not to disappoint their life's goals and purpose. Jesus' quest was not to disappoint their life's goals and purpose. 
Are you hearing that? Amen. Jesus did not call you so you become a good for nothing person. Yes, you find some people praying. Monday to Monday. They are not doing anything. Very lazy. And you ask them, what do you do? I'm a prayer warrior. They are in the church every single hour, every single day. Is it wrong to go in church every day? Oh, but you must have something you do. You must work. Even just himself work. Right? So he did not call us to disappoint our life's goal. If you are in school, continue in school. If you are in business, continue in business. If you are pursuing something, pursue it. Be the best at it. If you're doing a business, be the best at it. You see, he did not call us to disappoint our life's goals. He wanted to realign our purpose. And he wanted to realign our expectations. Are you hearing? And he also wanted to realign our aspirations in life. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, some of you might have thought your purpose was to serve people. And therefore you thought you should be a politician to serve people. But when the Lord called you, you realize you did not need politics anymore. You realize that God had realigned your purpose. Here are the disciples that very bit of fishing. Their purpose was to cast fish. Their expectation was to have fish and be rich. Their aspiration was to be the greatest fish as the world has ever seen. The Lord Jesus found and called him. He realigned their purpose. He told them, I want you to be fishers, but not fishers of fish. I want you to be fishers of men. I want you to expect. To be rich in this business. Your riches. Not of this world. Your riches will be of above. But even in this world. One day they said what shall we get? You said you will get a house. You said you will get a mother. You will get riches. Even you will get land. 
Even in this world. Hallelujah. Amen. Their aspirations were to be the greatest fishers the world has ever seen. And so Jesus told them, I'm going to make you the greatest fishers the world has ever because of these men I was fished you were fished we are the fish that these men fished out of the sea why? because Jesus realigned their aspirations Jesus made them great yes let me tell you, if you want to be a great man, if you want to be a great woman, and that is your aspiration, don't worry. You are in the right place. Jesus will make you great. You don't need the world to become great. The way that can see for this message and make you great. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me tell you, these men, they followed and faithfully followed Jesus. But did you know that they were still not sober? They still were, oh hallelujah, they were confusing the fish and the fish. <laughs> you need to enter into my spirit now, brother. Because I, how can you interpret the fish and the fish unless you understand what I'm talking about? Right? They were, they were still confusing the fish of the sea and the fish of the land. They were still confused. They didn't understand what Jesus exactly meant yeah. until they had that upper room encounter. Amen. I say hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to show you another scene here that happened in John 21. Verse 1. Hallelujah. And after these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. And on this, on, on this wise showed he himself. There were together Simon Peter and Thomas called Didymus and Nathanael, Nathanael of Cana in Galilee, and the sons of Zebedee and two other of his disciples. Simon Peter said unto them, I go a fishing. They said unto him, We are also coming with thee. They went forth and entered into a ship immediately, and that night they caught nothing. Yokana is Surayadimim, Orvani Marwebe, yes, Sunaye Laga, Nate, Mobaigiri Zuabe. Kunyanja eye Tiberia neyera gabuati bali bali wam Simoni Petero ne Thomas aiti watidumo ne nasanairi owekana echekalidaya naba naba zebedayo naba igirizuabe abala nababiri Simoni Petero naba gamanti ngenda kuvuba neba muga gamanti eh hey, nafetu genda nawe neba genda neba sabala muriato echirecho neba takuasa chintu I want you to look at this very carefully. Very interesting scenario. Hallelujah. Amen. Peter. Peter was the man that Jesus had said to, 
go feed my sheep. Do you love me? Do you love me? Yes, I love you. Do you love me? Go feed my sheep. And here Jesus has died. Yes, we are far. And has resurrected. But the disciples have not yet met with him. Amen. And Peter quickly forgot. And he led the disciples back to their old life. Here is a man who was experienced. Here was a man who had all the knowledge about fishing. Here is a man who wanted to be a big shot. A big time fisher. The world has ever seen. Peter was that man. Commanded respect from the others. He was intelligent, but he was not educated. He didn't even know how to write his name. And here, Jesus calls him. Yes, And he told him, I want to make you a fish of men. Oh, Peter was like, as long as I don't need education because I have no education. No problem. Peter said, I will take you the way you are. I will use what you have to make make you do what I want you to do. Therefore, I want to make you a fish of men without education, without a college degree, without anything. I will make you what I want you to be. Peter said, praise this is what I've done all my life and so Peterson Peter comes out and he follows Jesus faithfully for three and a half years he hears the teachings of Jesus. He sits under the word for three and a half years. Even Jesus makes him a pastor in his absence. And time comes when Jesus goes away Peter with the disciples his old life called him back. And he was like as long as I've been under the word and I've been fishing men with Jesus. But Jesus is no longer here. So what am I going to do? Hallelujah. Brother Mark, you need to get that sorted. So then quickly, he comes out. Hallelujah. Amen. I want you to look at the scenario. Hallelujah. Amina. 
Did you have it for the first? Okay, so I want you to uh, to look at the scenario here. I just, I just remove you, brother. Okay, so let, let, let's follow here. There was Thomas. Thomas called Didymus. There was Nathanael. And as, um, uh, and the sons of Zebedee. There were two other disciples. And they were sitting around. And Peter said to them. I feel like going to fish. Wait a moment. What was he doing? From the time Jesus called him from the sea. He was fishing. But not fish. Fishing men. You remember when Jesus called them two by two? And he sent them out two by two. You remember that? They were fishing men. They were fishing men. They were casting out demons. And the demons were going away. Oh, they even came back to him and they were excited. They said the demons can hear and listen to us. And Jesus said, your name is written on the book of life. This was the mighty experience. But all that revival is over now. And Jesus was not with them. Yes. The word was not with them. They were no longer under the word. It was time for the word to be in them. But the word had not yet been in them. They had not yet gone to the upper room. They never had got that experience, that encounter with Jesus yet. There had to be a transition. There had to be a transformation. This Jesus they were living with, sitting with, eating with. This word they were hearing for three and a half years needed to be transferred from with them to in them. And that could only happen on the upper room. Before that time happened, all the experiences they had under the word did not mean anything to them. And I tell you, church, you may sit in a method church, you may be baptized in water, or you will be excited, you will come to church, you will sing a song, or you will get into the spirit, you may shout and dance, you may even speak tongues, you know, you, you, you will hear the word and you will feel your soul is aflame. 
But let me tell you, all these things are for nothing until you get that upper room encounter. Because before you know it, you realize your own life is calling on you. And when your own life calls you, before you have the upper room encounter, you will have no choice but to follow. We just read it. They were fishing all night. They were throwing here the net. I told them, no, 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 no. According to my experience, cast the net here. And then they would pull. Nothing. No, no, no. Uh -uh. This side again. This side again. The whole night. They caught nothing. Now, let me tell you, church. I just preached on abide in your calling. Jesus. Yes. Told you the good things you will get if you abide in your calling. But 
There is one thing that I never told you. If you don't abide in your calling, it's the the beginning of the end of your prosperity. It's the beginning of your downfall. Both spiritually and physically. As long as you are a child of God. As long as you are called. As long as you have a seed of God in you. If you do not follow the principles of the word. You will not be like them out there. You will say but for them they cheat and they prosper. But for them they lie and they prosper. For them they bribe and they prosper. But for me when I try to do it I don't prosper. Because you have failed to understand you are different. You are overnight another country you have another law it is controlling you and if you do not abide in it oh my brother you will not catch anything it's just like the brother who came here and gave us a testimony he said I've picked a revelation I need to start paying my tithe I have a brother I will not tell you the name I knew he was never paying tithe and all the time he was suffering my business my sins not going well not going well but then one day he told me I've decided I'm going to be paying my time. Then he started paying his for a few months. Oh, he came back and told me. These things were. You know, God has done this for me. And actually, if you pay your tithe to get something, you will even get nothing. Abide in your calling. Do it because that is who you are. And then God will keep his end of the bargain. So Peter thought he was going to, 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 to follow the calling and then go back and do his own thing. They went there the whole night. They cast the nets. They pulled the nets. They cast the nets. They pulled the nets. They cast the nets. They pulled the nets. They struggled. They suffered. They labored. And all their labor amounted to nothing. Why? Was it because they did not know what they were doing? They knew what they were doing. But they failed to understand that when the moment Jesus met them, he realigned their life's purpose. Now, they did not go have to go fishing that way. They had to fish another way. But they failed to understand. And they went back in their old life. Let me tell you, this is the 
temptation we have to overcome every day of our lives. Returning to the old life. If God has told you, don't go back to your old life. Hallelujah. Amen. Despite your experiences at sea. In the world. Because the sea means world. Despite your experiences at the sea. They called nothing. Tell somebody they called nothing. We even have an example of a young man here. Who when he left the Lord. And he went at sea. Hallelujah. Amen. He called. I said he called. Am I right brother? Nothing. And then he came back here. He gave his life to Christ. He confessed his sin. He made himself right with God. And then now, after a few weeks, he was able to get an international job. What are you talking about? This gospel, it is not just a story. It is a reality. They caught nothing. They were meant to be fishers. They were meant to be many fishers, not fish fishers. <laughs> it is important to understand that if you are you are of the cold, you cannot prosper by leaving your old aspiration and lifestyles. You know, they say if you, before you begin working, if you put this yirizi here, you put the another one here, oh, things will work for you. The moment you do that, you are doomed. You're in another lifestyle now. That is old lifestyle. Forget about the old lifestyle. But when the morning was now come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hmm. But when the morning was now come. Jesus stood on the shore. I underlined this one. Because as I was studying, inspiration came to me. But when the morning was now come, but when the morning was now, time comes when you are backslidden, the morning comes. By and by, when the morning comes. But when the morning now comes, let me tell you, morning is coming for someone. Morning is coming for someone. Hallelujah. Amen. When the morning now comes, Jesus, yes, food on the shore. But the disciples, they did not know it was Jesus. Then Jesus said unto them, Children, you have an enemy. 
they answered him no and he said unto them pass the net on the right side of the street and ye shall find hallelujah amen do you think that Jesus does not know all things he knew brother Marvin he knew he knows your life. He knows everything about you. Hallelujah. Amen. He knew what they were going through. He knew they were suffering. He knew they thought nothing. He knew they were poor. He knew they were wretched. And he knew they needed an upper room encounter. I want to say Jesus knows your life He knows how your business is going He knows how your life is going He knows what you are going through in your family He knows what you are going through in your dream He knows everything But when he comes He doesn't tell you what he knows He wants to ask you because he wants you to know your condition he wants you to understand you need him he wants you to admit I have nothing I have nothing and I need you he asked him children do you have any meat I answered him no we have got nothing. We have nothing. No matter our abilities. No matter our knowledge. No matter our experience. We have nothing. That means we need something. Let me tell you. God is expecting us. To admit. Lord. I've wandered far away. Now I'm coming. My strength renewed. My hope restored. Now I'm coming. They answered him no. And he said unto them, Cast the net on the right side of the ship. I might. I might as well interpret that for what it says. Cast it on the right, not the wrong side. The right side of the ship. Hallelujah. Leave the left side. Come on the right side. Which is the right side. God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. What's the right side of the ship? What is the right right side of the ship? It is the side of the word. It is the side of the Holy Ghost. The moment you have that upper room encounter. Oh, you are on the right, right side of the ship. Hallelujah. He told them, cast it. Another place, Peter said, no, but we have suffered all. Peter said, cast it. 
If Jesus said, cast it, cast yes, it, my If Jesus said, you can make it, you can make it. Yes, if Jesus said, you will overcome, you will overcome. If he said, your business will prosper, no man there says no. Just cast it. At another place, Peter said, at thy word, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. And then they cast their they, they cast their offer. And listen, they were not able to draw it. For the multitude of fishes. Let me ask you a question. Where was the fish initially? Come to think of it. Think was it in the water? Right? Okay, let me ask you a question. Do you really think the whole night Peter did not even think of casting on the right side of the ship? God bless you. If you are a fisherman, if you cast here and there is a you cast here. You cast here. They must have done that all night. But they count no fish. So what happened? Change. God bless you. It's the master's word. Let me tell you. There is a song which says, if God says no, Nobody can say no. If God says yes, nobody can say no. The, the problem with the believers, they do not want to follow the principles of the word. You don't have to go. Follow the principles of the word. Attend fellowship. The Bible says they caught a multitude of fishes. And they were not able to draw it out of the sea. I didn't plan to preach about this, but let's go on, 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 on Malachi quickly now for just a moment. This is very important for especially the new believers. Quickly now. Malachi chapter 3. Malachi is Okay, is it chapter 3? Malachi is Will a man rob God? Which verse is that? 3 8. Okay, yeah, verse 8. Will a man rob God? Yet he will a man rob God. Yet he have robbed me. But he say, Where in have we robbed thee? In tithes and offerings. Now they pass the bag. They are like, ah, This is for my business. This is for my dad. This is for my dad. 
I'll give later. I will not give tithe this month. Does even the pastor need it after all? I don't need to give it. Listen, you, you, you give tithe. To fulfill the word and to show the Lord that you understand all your blessings come from Him. And tithe is for Him. And to Him. And every Christian must pay tithe. Including the preachers. Will a man rob God? Yes, you have robbed me. But you say, well, how have we robbed you? How have we robbed you? In tithes and offering. And I said, you are cast with a curse. You have robbed me. Even this whole nation. Bring your tithes into the storehouse. That, that there may be meat in my house. And prove me. Now here with. Say the Lord of hosts. If I will not open you the windows of heaven, coming you out a blessing, that there shall be no room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. And he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground. Neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field. And all the nations shall call you blessed. For you shall be a delightsome land, say the Lord of hosts. Amen. Amen. It's for itself, I don't even need to explain. I am a tight pay and I've been for the last 16 years. And I've seen this come through in my life. God searches our hearts. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. And not this church. These people, they cast the whole night but they didn't get nothing. But when Jesus came, they cast their net and the Bible says they were not able to draw it out. Because of the multitude of fish. Let me tell you, when the Lord gives you a blessing, He doesn't give you a small, tiny little blessing. He gives you a huge blessing according to your faithfulness. Therefore, that disciple whom Jesus loved said unto Peter, It is the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Now when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he got his fishers caught unto him for he was naked and he, he did cast himself into the sea. Simon Peter I love Peter. Peter is the same man who told Jesus, me you will not wash my feet. And they said if I don't wash your feet then you will not, have, you will not even be a part of me. And then he said, okay. Wash not only my feet. But wash my head and my whole body. Now here when he understood that it was Jesus. Oh, he, he was naked. He dressed up. He put his fish as cut off. 
You went into the sea to what? To meet Jesus. His desire was to be where Jesus is. His desire was always to please Jesus. He realized he had gone out to the sea to fish without Jesus. And he realized he needed Jesus to be able to catch fish for you to be able to catch fish in your life. You need Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Others need bribing. You need Jesus. Others need to steal. You need Jesus. Others need to do witchcraft. You need Jesus. Others faith. Praise the name of the Lord. So, but they now needed the word to be made manifest in them. So they to sober them up. So they can understand their own, or they can understand on their own. And experience the same life the word gave them. They needed to have that life in them. Praise the Lord. Verse 8, and the other disciples came in and in a little ship. For they were not far from the land, but as it were 200 cubits, dragging the net with fishes. My good Lord. They were dragging the fishes. Can you be one of them in a moment? What is fish? Fish is representing your expectations, your aspirations, your dreams, your desires, your prayers, answered prayers. Now, because Jesus came, they were able to come out of the sea. Dragging. They harvested from the lake things they couldn't harvest without Jesus. People say that in this world we only eat leaves. But I want to tell you if you have Jesus you will even harvest a lot in this world. You will not only eat leaves you will eat the good of the land. Isn't what the Bible says? You will no longer beg. You will no longer cry and cry. You will no longer complain that my things are not moving. Business businesses are going. You will not speak those things anymore. Believe Jesus Christ. Come into your soul. You will live the land. Knowing the peace, the next full of fish. 
Amen. How do you know? Somebody is blessed. You don't have a blessing alone. He tells others, brethren, that we take this blessing because it is heavy. Sister, come and help me. Pull it here. Brother, pull it here. Pull it here. God blesses in your life. You can't enjoy the blessing alone. Because it is heaven. You serve others. You give others. That is what shows God has blessed you. He has lifted you. He has given you a heavy blessing. The Bible says the blessing of the Lord makes rich. And he adds no sorrow. He cannot bless you. That's why I And add sorrow on your blessing. He cannot bless you. That's And then make you cry in your blessing. You are going to pull it out. Someone help me pull. You are going to pull out. You are going to pull out. Hallelujah. Amen. I picture myself right now. I came from one of them. And I'm pulling. I'm pulling. I'm pulling. What am I pulling? I'm pulling a blessing for my children. I'm pulling a blessing for my family. I'm pulling healing. I'm pulling our church land. I am pulling everything I have made I am pulling my tuition. I'm pulling school fees. I'm pulling. What do you need? Pull it, my brother. I'm pulling my wife. I'm pulling my husband. I'm pulling my desires. I'm pulling my life aspirations. Come on. Pull it. Pull it. The devil may not like it. But you have to pull. If God has blessed you, don't feel bad. If you are pulling your blessings, the devil may say, What's wrong with you? You are very loud. Look at me. I am pulling. They will hear you in your house every night before you go to bed. You are shouting and dancing and singing and praying. I will ask you, what is wrong with you? I am pulling. I am pulling. God has blessed me and I'm pulling my blessing. Hallelujah. That's why a child of God always must be joyful. <laughs> I don't think they were pulling when they were crying or something. They were pulling in joy. I'm pulling my deliverance. I'm pulling my healing. I'm pulling my blessing. I'm pulling my success. I am pulling my prosperity in my business. I'm pulling my breakthrough. I want to marry. But now, I'm pulling my wife. I'm pulling my husband. I'm pulling all my hopes. All my plans. Oh, glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Some of you need to start pulling. You need to stop crying and start pulling. The Bible says, and they sang a new song. The old song of 
Things are not moving. Even to be full. Things are dead. Even to be begun. Things have refused. Even to be Things are no longer moving. That song. Let it die. Hallelujah. Amen. A new song. A new song. Pull your blessing. Pull your blessing. Why? Because you have met Jesus. Amen. Amen. If the devil doesn't like that, we love it. We are going to pull. No matter what the devil does, the disciples came out of the sea <laughs> and they were pulling. <laughs> and they I believe they were catching one another. And they were coming on the sea. What do you think they were coming to do? After they pulled, what do they do? You don't pull all your life. After you pull, sit down. And eat. Listen. And as soon as they were come to the land, they saw a fire of the cords there and fish laid their own and bread. And Jesus said unto them, Bring of the fish which ye have now caught. Simon Peter went up and drew the net to land. He drew the net to land full of great fish. And for all there were so many. Yet was not the net broken. And Jesus said unto them, Come and die. Hallelujah! Amen. Come and die. Hungry, call it now. Come and die. You are not going to eat the food which God has brought for you. You are going to eat of the blessings you have put for yourself by yourself. By obeying his word. He will tell you cast the net and you cast the net. Pull the net and you pull the net. You pull the net. 
Then you sit down and enjoy your blessing. Hallelujah. And I say even to you, shame. You know you are going to die. But the devil wanted you to die. God never allowed you to die. And now I tell you in the name of Jesus. Begin to pull your healing. Pull the net of your healing. Pull it up in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. And he says, Come and dine. And none of the disciples just asked him. No one even asked him, Who are you? Because they knew it was the Lord. Oh, and I was dancing, somebody touched. Oh, when I was dancing, somebody touched. Oh, and I was dancing, somebody it was the hand of the Lord. We glory, glory, glory. Somebody touch. Oh, glory. Somebody touch. Oh, glory, glory, glory. Somebody touch. Well, I knew it was the hand. No one needed to touch to tell them. They knew. It was the Lord. They felt the touch. They saw him. They recognized him. Oh my, I feel like dancing a little bit. How many feel like dancing a little bit? When I was dancing, somebody died. Oh, when I was dancing, somebody died. When I was dancing, somebody died. I knew, I knew it was the hand of when I was dancing Somebody touch me Oh when I was Oh somebody touch me When I was dancing Somebody touch me I knew it was a hand of the Lord Glory, glory, glory Somebody touch me Your healing. 
I believe God wants to do something for someone here today. He just stopped me from preaching. 
I didn't want to stop here. I wanted to go from Patamont. But the Holy Ghost stopped me. Because someone needs to pull right now. Someone needs to pull right now. Pull out of your situation. Pull and come out of your situation. Pull and walk into your blessing. Come and dine with the Lord Jesus. Come and dine with the Lord Jesus. Receive the Holy Ghost. Receive the power of the Holy Ghost. Receive the power of the Holy Ghost. Receive the power of the Holy Ghost. The power of change. The power to change. The power to help you see the right side. Oh, rain down Holy Ghost. Down power of the Holy Spirit. We have received your word. We have received your word. We the message of the hour. And you're to see. You coming down. You're coming Cast your net by It doesn't matter how things look like. Cast your net. You may be sick right now. But cast your net. Cast your net tonight. Cast your net this morning. Cast your net of faith by faith. Receive the power of the Holy Spirit in your soul. Receive what you have prayed for. Receive it. Receive it. And when you receive, you begin to pull. You pull by saying amen. You pull by saying amen. You pull by saying yes, Lord. You pull by saying, Lord, I believe. Lord, I receive. Amen, Lord. Yes, Lord. I challenge every sick person in here under the anointing that is here. I challenge you to receive your healing. Receive your healing. Receive your deliverance. You have no reason anymore to walk out of here depressed. I cast out that spirit of depression in the name of Jesus. Receive your liberty. business has not been going well I challenge you right now to begin pulling begin pulling take that atmosphere in your place of work take that atmosphere at your job when God says yes no man can say no Yes, 
Yes, yes, yes, Lord. You have liberty to worship him. You have all the freedom to worship him. To shout out to him. To glorify his name. The Lamb. The Lamb. The Lamb. The Lamb. Oh, 
situation where Apostle Peter was. You didn't believe you would catch fish. But when he obeyed what Jesus said, he caught real heavy fish. And we have received the message the anti-message the word of God for this last day if you have believed it you have a right to cast your name cast it on the right side of the board because Jesus is the master of the sea when he speaks all the sea collects itself at the mention of his name because even the bible says at the mention of the name Jesus every tongue confesses every knee bowed because Jesus is Lord 
Jesus is Lord over every situation. There is no situation that is too hard for him. Do not lean on your own understanding. In whatever you pursue in your life. Oh, children of God. Do not lean on your understanding. Lean on him today. Cast your cares on him. He is the master of the wind. He speaks to the winds. Blow here and they blow. Come down and they come down. And he has come here today and interrupted our service for you to understand that he wants you to trust him. No matter how hard your situation is. Allow this encounter with him. It will change everything in your life. It will change everything in your family. It will change everything in your children. In your business. Yes, Lord. Do you know him? Have you met him? The singer. I know the master of the wind. I know the make of the rain. Calm a storm. He's coming here to calm your storm. Receive that in the name of Jesus. Receive it. He's coming to calm your storm. And he will make the sun to shine again. He's the master of the wind. Drop. 
listen to your spirit and soul this morning. Bless the Lord. Sing it from your heart. Oh my soul. And From your heart now. That great things in your life. Not he will do, but he has done. Okay. I am 
have a, a whole long week ahead of us. Before you start that week, a time like this is so valuable to your life. Chains break in worship. In worship, the yokes are broken. You receive the Holy Ghost. You receive your deliverance. You receive your breakthrough. You pull the fish out of the water. In worship. Don't accept to walk out of here still bound. If you've been bound, give it up. Let it go. And as we still sing this word song, let it go. Allow him to come in the middle of your heart and take a throne which belongs to him. When he says yes, no man can say no. against the king no one can no one will who can stand against the Victory belongs. 